Hey guys, welcome to the Be Different Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian and Shayla. We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different. So come hang out with us. We will talk about real life, everyday stuff, things like marriage, parenting, and why doing life together is always the best option. We'll talk about the good times, the stressful times, and the times that you might feel like giving up. You can learn more about our story at anguishhearts.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media and welcome to our community. Grab your popcorn and brownies and join us each week. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. We are your host. I'm Brian. And I'm Shayla. Hello, everyone. So glad that you are joining us today on this Tuesday, or maybe it's Wednesday. Who knows? We release these episodes on Tuesday. Who knows what day it is for you? Regardless, we are so happy you are here. If this is your first time, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, we're glad you found us. However you found us, maybe it was a friend, family, somebody sent you a text and said, hey, check out this podcast. We, we are glad, however you found us, that you are here. Very glad. I, I caught myself, I catch myself saying grateful a lot. Grateful. Now that I, now people are like, oh yeah, he, Brian says grateful all the time. But that's a, it's a, it's a good word. It's a good, is it a good word or is it a great word? Oh, oh sorry. Shayla, we made the comment. We both listened to last week's episode and you said, we sound really tired. Yeah. <laughs> that happens sometimes. Yep. Uh, we had a baseball tournament and I'm a third base coach and I scream, uh, that probably sounded wrong. I'm very loud sometimes. You I, coach. I, I coach very loud. Have to coach very loud. And sometimes I lose my voice. Sometimes you scream. Stay on kids. the bag. <laughs> Stay on the bag. Do not get tagged. Can, hey, it's a bunch of nine-year-olds. Yes. It's fun. It's fun. If you are new to the podcast, you do not know this, but if you've been with us before, you know this because we talk about the kids a lot. We have a 12-year-old daughter, Addison, and a nine-year-old son, Kason, which we celebrated a birthday a couple weeks ago. So we are heading towards double digits. Yes. And then if you have listened before, we've also talked about the air fryer. Oh, yeah. And then last week, you mentioned that we are trading the air fryer for Instapot, like a temporary swap. Yes. Have you worked on that uh, that new business model yet for your plan of, of sharing kitchen appliances? I'm not going to share all of my secrets, but... Are you working on it? I'm working on something, yeah. Is that our early retirement? <laughs> uh, don't bank on it. Because this podcast is not going to add to the early <laughs> retirement. We do, This is fun, though. It we is we fun. love the podcast. just doesn't really pay much bills. But that's okay. It's like zero bills. <laughs> like zero. <laughs> but it's not why we do it. No, it is not. We do it to encourage you, the listener, because we've been through a lot in our marriage, and we know that God brought us through something to share our story with others, and that's why we do what we do. And we are just husband and wife having real conversations about people being different. Sometimes it's conversations between the two of us. Sometimes we have guests. Uh, we are just sharing how you can be different in your own story and in your own circle of influence because it is possible to be different and not of the ways of the world. Absolutely. Is that a great? I love it. That, that was sh- great. You like that? That was great. All right. I appreciate that. Words, um, words of that, affirmation. That was not great. That was good. <laughs> I'm so grateful for you. <laughs> oh, gosh. We probably just lost some listeners right there. They think, God, these people are so cheesy. We're weird. Hey, real conversations. Yeah. So, so we say it is. And we'd like to have fun. We do. You're going to get real conversations every week you're with us. If you have been with us the last couple of weeks, we are in the middle of a series called It's Not What You Think. And the first week we talked about Jesus. And sometimes we have this idea of what who Jesus is and what following Jesus is all about or being a quote-unquote religious person. And our whole idea and that whole topic on that week during that that week's episode was the fact that 
uh, following Jesus is not what you think. It's not about trying to do the right things and not doing the wrong things. It's about opening up your hands and saying, okay, Jesus, I'm yours. I cannot do this on my own. I make a really lousy God, um, but you are the perfect God. And so I invite you to lead my life. And uh, then last week, Shayla, we talked about church, about it's not what you think. And that was an interesting episode. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy that conversation? I did. I did. Oftentimes people think church is like this really stuffy place. Yeah. Or or somebody is coming with wounds from yeah. a church, right? Yeah. You know, we didn't really touch on that we much didn't. last week. But, um, you know, people, we know that that there are people who come into church already with their guards up because they have been hurt by the church or by somebody in the church. And then it, yeah, then it feels like, you know, I was burned by the church and I don't want to have anything to do with the church. Uh, I love the fact that we have these episodes and then like throughout the week, we think about different things that we can go back. One thing that I thought about recently that I was going to mention last week and didn't get a chance to, but kind of goes back to week one. And you'll remember this conversation. It was shortly after uh, our restoration in our marriage, uh, which if you have not listened to our story, end of season one, episode 11 and 12, we're actually heading towards the finish line of season three. Can you believe yes. it? We didn't talk about that last week. <laughs> this is episode 11. We have one more week to go. One more. And then we take, uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off and then we'll be back for season four, which is amazing. That was a little bit of a squirrel moment right there. But early in our restoration process, Shayla, and, and I'd give my life to Christ uh, you had repurposed your life for Christ. And I remember a conversation that we had with my grandpa. My grandfather was a long, uh, he's no longer uh, with us, but he was a long follower of Jesus. And I remember him growing up as a kid. I remember wa- watching him read his Bible and, and, and lead at his church. Now, mind you, I was not a believer during this time. It was just like, you know, I was a- around that. But I remember sharing with my grandfather my transformation story, not all of it, but just enough that he knew like, Hey, you know, he just, it was just really great to share that, that story with him. And he said, Brian, I believe that everything in the Bible is true. I believe that Jesus came on this earth to die on the cross. I believe that Jesus died for me. I believe that, um, my salvation secure in Christ. But he said, even if it's not true, and he goes, which I believe 100%, but even if it's not true, what harm are we doing by living a life for Jesus? Mm, Do you remember so him good. saying that? Oh, yeah. Like, we have shared that so many times in yeah. the last 15 years, but it's so powerful because, you know, that first week of, of the series, we talked about the fruits of the Spirit, and, um, and, and, and there's so much power in living by the Spirit, and, and what, a, what a great statement that my grandpa made. Just yeah. what harm are we doing, like, yeah. by loving each other with dignity and with truth and with with gentleness and with a with a kind spirit like there's no harm in that Mm -hmm. and that would be our challenge like hey at the worst case you're gonna love others yeah and if it is all true then guess what we get to spend eternity together in heaven and if it's if it's not true we're all in the same position so my thought is hey i'm gonna trust in something that doesn't make a lot of sense but hey what if i guess what if i do if it is true then not only do I get this incredible life now, but I'll have this incredible eternity in heaven. So I don't know. We're, we're still talking about week one because we, it's kind of who we are. Yeah. We just kind of talk about All about Jesus. Jesus kind of right? talk about Jesus a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then last week, um, can't t- talk enough about church and our church family and how important it is to get involved with local church. But this week, oh gosh, we might lose some listeners and subs- some subscribers this week. This week we are talking about giving. Mm. 
It's not what you think. It is not what you think. Are you ready to jump into this one? Yeah. Yeah. Brian, I remember, um, you know, definitely before our transformation, right? Before Jesus came into our lives and um, really just worked on our hearts, I remember thinking, all right you know, God, you are a God of miracles. You have restored our marriage. We were on fire for Jesus. I mean, everything was rocking and rolling. And I remember Brian, you're like, Hey, I, th- I think we need to tithe. And I remember thinking, but do you know what we could do with that money? Well, and I, yeah. And, and you were like, Oh, like, you mean like we're going to give some little bit of money to the church? Is yeah. that what you mean? Yeah. Like, you know, Empty out throw the chain. Yeah, throw a twenty in the in yeah. the in the offering plate, maybe once a month. Yeah, but I, I mean, Brian, I remember you you said no. I I think if if we are all in with Jesus, which we were, you know, th- the Bible says ten percent. Yeah, tithe means T- yeah ten percent the, the first of your fruits, the the first ten percent. And I remember thinking, but <laughs> like that can be a pretty large number. Yeah, but that's hard and. And so if you're listening and you're like, oh man, they're talking about giving, like just stop, just, just hang with us for a little bit because don't it, hang up. it's not what you think, right? Yes, it, it really yeah, isn't. Yeah. And I remember, um, Brian, it was like, all right, we're going to, we're going to give with faith and not give faithfully, but give with faith and, and, and it turned into giving it, faithfully. faithfully because of, of the reward that we received. And, and you know, we, we, we don't miss that money. You know what I'm saying, Brian? Like, you know, looking back over the years that, that we have given, um, given to the church and, and, and I love it when, when the church says like, we don't need your money. You know, our, <laughs> Our four walls are gonna to are going to stand regardless. But but what 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 you are doing when you are giving, you are being faithful when you are being a good steward to your money. And you know, at the end of the day, Bray, if we were to take our last breath, that money doesn't really matter, right? Right. But the money that we have given has impacted more people for the kingdom. You make a really good point. It's all about what are you investing in? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. When you have no skin in the game, you really don't care. Yeah. Right? Like if you think about like the NCAA uh, March Madness basketball tournament, you know, the when you when you don't fill out a bracket and you don't throw 500, 500 whoa, that'd be a really big <laughs> office bracket. If you don't throw $5 into the office pool, you don't really care who wins. Yeah. But the moment you th- throw that five dollar bill in that pot, oh, like, it's on! Oh, it's on! I got a chance to win two hundred bucks. I'm, I'm, I can really care. All you focus on is your bracket. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what games? Am I, you know, who, who won? What game? Like, what seed? You know, what was the upset? You care all of a sudden because you got something invested in it. Mm. It is the same thing with church. Like, you can be, hey, yeah, I love Jesus. I gave my life to Jesus. I'm a Christian now. I'm in the local church. But if you don't start to give financially and live with open hands of generosity, you really don't have a, any skin in the game. Hmm. You're just like, Oh cool. Like check a box, went to church, sang some songs, raised my hands and worship. K- 
kids love the youth program. Like, hey, it's all great. But when you are invested and you see Baptism Sunday happen, you're like, I was a part of that. Yeah. Like, not in a selfish way. Yeah. And when you hear, hey, we had X number of people gave their life to Christ last week or last month or over the past year, you can say, hey, I was a part of that. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, when we gave to the local uh, the homeless shelter or we, we gave to the local school district or if we gave to you know, build a well in Africa or whatever, whatever your church is about, you can say, I was a part of that. Yeah. You know, for us, our church life church has, has given away, uh, they were the creator of the U version Bible app. And it's like 500 million downloads or something. And like, it's, it's crazy. It, yeah. It's insane. The number of free and, and never cost a penny to anybody, but it has cost somebody. Right. Right. I it, mean, it, it, it costs it, money to make it. Absolutely. But they're giving it away for free because because of the generosity of, the people, of the church. people. That's yeah. exactly right. And so when we we hear those numbers of like, hey, our goal is to have the the Bible in every language all across the world by you know, is it twenty thirty three or something like that? Like we can say we are a part of that. Mm-hmm. Like when we give with our tithe and offering, we are part of the the movement of of the Bible app, U version Bible app to to be in the hands of everybody in every language. So when you have, when you are invested in the local church, you are invested in the people and you know that, that your willingness to, to give is making a difference. Yeah. So Brian, I am going to ask you a question. Um, in, in order to be, I'm going to use this phrase, a, a good Christian. Okay. Oh, a good where, Christian. Where are you going with this? <clears throat> well, you always throw questions at All me. Right. So, you know, somebody who's new in their faith, right? How would you tell them if they say, well, I want to be a good Christian. Do I have to tithe 10%? What would you tell them? First of all, I, I, I don't even, I don't like the phrase a good Christian. But that's why I used it. <laughs> <laughs> you knew you, I would stop I'd right poke there. You. <laughs> you would stop right there. Uh, we're all broken, mm-hmm. right? we're all, we're all broken. We're all, we all are in need of Jesus to clean us with, with the blood of, that he shed for us on the cross. And, and so I, there's, there's no such thing as a good Christian. But if it, somebody's new in their faith, right, they're going to start to think, how oh, do yeah. I, how do I be a good Christian? That's what I'm right, meaning. The right Christian. The how right, do, yeah. 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 What do, like, what do what, I need to do to make everything right? Yeah. Like what, give me the list of things. Right. And, and I will say, you know, there's three areas of, of being a follower of Jesus. There's, you know, obviously one, the, the, Hey, I'm all in, I'm, I'm committed. Uh, I'm giving my life to Jesus, but, uh, prayer, uh, there is a giving and then there's scripture reading. And, and I think there's, there's like this balance that, that needs to happen to where in order to, to be at peace, you really need to have all three of those things. Like um, and it's gonna, it's, it's kind of like a roller coaster. Sometimes you're like, Hey, I'm all in like giving and this is going great. And then other times you're like, Hey, finances are tight. So I might, you know, maybe we don't give 10% this month, or maybe we don't give anything this month or, Hey, I haven't really been praying much or haven't been reading my Bible much. Like I think to, to be fully on fire and to, f- to feel this peace, all three kind of need to be in sync. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. But for the, for the per- person who is asking like, do I have to give? here's the thing. Jesus doesn't need your money. Like the church doesn't need your money. Mm-hmm. God doesn't want us to give reluctantly. I'm reminded of a passage in second Corinthians. that says each of you should give what you've decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion for God loves a cheerful giver. Mm. Right. We, we don't, we shouldn't give by feeling guilty. Yeah. Like under pressure. 
God doesn't want our money. God wants our heart. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And when we, when we give, we're giving with our heart. Uh, and a cheerful heart, right? A cheerful heart, a cheerful giver. God doesn't want us to, to, to give because we think it's the right thing to do. He wants our heart to be open to living with open hands of generosity. Yeah. You know, Brian, I would, I would say to the person that would come to us and say, Hey, I listened to your podcast about giving man. And, and it's, it's a struggle. And, you know, I, we want to hold on to these worldly things and, and money is one of those things. Um, you know, the Bible says 10%. And, and I remember you and I had this discussion, like 10%, that, that, that's a lot of money, especially when we had never been, been tithing. We'd never given before. Right. Yeah. And, and I, I remember again, having a conversation with somebody who was farther along in their journey. And they said, if 10% isn't what you can do right now, start somewhere. And whatever that number is, like in the verse you just read, whatever you you decide on, give with a cheerful heart. Mm-hmm. And then as God starts to bless you, you reevaluate and you start if it's 2%, okay? Then, then maybe the next month or the next six months, it's 3%. And it's a gradual change until you're at that 10%. Yeah. You know, sometimes it could be intimidating when, when you're reading scripture and you're like 10%, there's no way, but just start, start somewhere, start small and, and aim big. I'm going to unpack that phrase because there's somebody listening and say, Oh, well, Shayla just said, if I give, I'll be blessed. Mm. So what are you saying? If you give a dollar, God turns into two. (laughs) This isn't a prosperity gospel because there are some late night television shows that (laughs) says, Hey, if you send in, send in 90, 99, 99 to this address, we're going to send you some holy water (laughs) and you're going to be blessed. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what you're saying. That is not what I'm saying. You are saying, well, I'll let you answer. What are you saying? Yeah. I, I, it, when when you give, in, in whatever the number is, Brian, you just said, God doesn't want our money. Yeah. He wants our heart. Yeah. And, and it's, I don't want to use the word test, but it's almost like God is testing us of like, what are you going to do mm. with the gifts I have given you to, to work? It, because ultimately it's, it's God's in the first place. Right. Yeah. We're just managing. We're it. just managing it. And when, when we are faithful, God bestows blessings upon us. And no, that doesn't mean that if you give $10 this week, you're going to get a hundred dollar bonus, right? Like it, it's not that, but it is blessings that you can never imagine. It might be a blessing of a neighbor blessing you with a meal that you may not have ever had. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not necessarily God saying you give 10, I'll find you a hundred. You know, it's not doubling your money. It's not a gambling thing. Right. But, but God is going to put people in your life to, to push you towards, towards Jesus, the, he's going to put, um, opportunity in front of you. Maybe it is a different career path that you would have never thought of. God will put 
things, people, whatever it is, he will bless you in ways that's not all about money. I love that. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're, maybe for you, money is an idol. Mm -hmm. And what, what God is asking you to do is, Hey, just, just let go a little bit. Yeah. And I don't remember where I, where I saw this. I'll see if I can find it on YouTube. Uh, but there was a, a message I, I watched one time and it was something about like, you know, if, if I gave you, I, I don't know, four quarters or whatever, and you have it in your hand and you're holding on to it. I'm like, okay, hold on to this money, but don't let go of it. And then they, they took like a whole jar of like other, other coins of other quarters and, and said, okay, hold on to the money. Don't let go of the money. And they poured all the other coins over the hands and they couldn't, because their hands were so tight clenched on clenched on to hang yeah. on to the, yeah they they missed out on everything else and i'm reminded of that like when you say that you are missing out on blessing you are missing out on opportunities you are your marriage might not your marriage might not be able to be healed until you open up your hands of generosity yeah and i'm not saying hey if you give all of a sudden you're gonna all your problems go away but it is a issue of your heart. Yeah, it's a heart change, right? Yeah. When when you start doing um, things again with the filter of Jesus, yeah. when you look at something, <clears throat> you know, instead of looking at giving as um, oh, the it's church. another yep, church or, just wants my money again, or it's another bill, right? R- yeah. You know, okay, once a month, check. Yep, you know, pay the electric the bill. electric bill, yep. whatever it is, bill, 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 check. You know, like here's money to the church. That's, that's not what God is asking from us. And, and again, when we, when we give with a cheerful heart and, and again, when we give, we have to trust wherever that money is going, God is going to use that right where he wants it to Mm -hmm. be used. Yeah. One, this is something I've always struggled with just you know, for, for me and for us, Shale, it is a, it is a living faithfully mm-hmm. because there are times that it would be easier to say, you know what, let's not give for a few months and let's go on a vacation. Oh yeah. You know, let's not drive our car. That's nearly 20 years old. Let's, let's only give a few percent each month and use that other money for a new car payment. But I'd miss Tootsie. <laughs> Did you just <laughs> give our name to our vehicle? Yes. Oh boy, you're gonna get text messages from friends this week. <laughs> you named your car Tootsie. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's just what we—it's what Shayla does. <laughs> but Matthew six twenty four says this: No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Mm. So money is not the root of the the problem. It goes back to the heart. It goes back to the heart. Yeah. It goes back to the heart. and greed, right? I mean, if you're if you're if you're greedy. And, and and you want to hoard and keep everything for yourself. That's not what God is calling us to do. Right. And, and again, when you give, you will receive blessings that it, they're unexplainable. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's not that prosperity gospel. It's not that, um, it's, it's blessings that, that you don't even see coming. Shale, a few years ago, we spent a week in Africa. We haven't really talked about that Mm-mm. too much on the podcast. Uh, we'll get there someday. Today's not the day. But we were in Africa. We were at church. A tiny little church. That place was packed. There were so many people in there. It was yeah. so hot. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I'll never, ever forget 
it was during worship. All of a sudden, people started coming to the front, and they were putting things on the table and under the table and around the front row. And it took me a while to try to figure out. I was like, what What are they doing? Well, they were bringing their offering. Mm. They were bringing fresh eggs. They are bringing the harvest from their garden. See, they weren't making 40, 50, 60, $100,000 a year. They didn't have 10% of their income to give, but they did have 10% of their first fruits. Yep. It was scripture coming to life because in the Old Testament talks about giving the first fruits, mm. giving 10%, giving what you harvest, what you go out and labor, you give your first fruits back to God. And they were doing that. Do you remember, yeah. do you remember seeing that? Yeah. Like what a great visual of, wow. Yeah. Like this is what, this is what the Old Testament is talking about. Yeah, it was, um, and it was cool for us to get to explain to our kids what was going on, right? Because, you know, even our kids, if they babysit, if they, you know, work for Papa on the farm, whatever it is, we are teaching them, hey, 10%. And, you know, they push back. But You're like, I don't want to give $2 out of my 20, like, but, wow, but, but, but we are already laying that foundation. Mm-hmm. Right. And I remember, um, our daughter saying, what are they doing? And, and we said that this is their offering. They're not giving $2 of their 20, you know, they, they they're giving their avocados, they're giving yeah. their bananas. Um, but it was just so cool to watch that, um, be lived out right in front of us. This is very cool because I mean, what the reality is that they were giving what they could take to the market and sell mm-hmm. and just something again, it was, it was one of those blessings that you talk about that a little nugget that, that God allowed us to see, to take with us. So when we do give monthly, it's like, Oh, that's right. You know, yeah. this is why we do this because we are commanded to, we are, we are, uh, as followers of Jesus, that is part of, um, it is part of what we, we need to do to, to continue to, to share the gospel with those that need to hear it. Yeah. For those that continue to, for those that continue to need help and healing and, and for restoration, the church exists because of the people. We talked about that last week. The church is not the building. The church is the people in order for the church to exist. The people have to be generous. Yeah. And if we can just live with open hands of generosity, if we can just live with an open mind and open heart to saying, you know what, I have way more than I ever can imagine. Giving away 10% is nothing, right? I can live off 90%. Shoot, most of us, we have way more than we could ever fathom. Mm-hmm. And and all we would have to do is to, to re-budget just a little bit and... 10% is, is doable. You yeah. can do this. We believe in you because we, we know, because yeah. we know the battle we we've struggled with, like, oh, I really don't want to do this, but we have continued to be faithful. And, and we will tell you and challenge you. If you just feel, if you are trying to get involved with local church and you're just like, just something's not right, just not clicking, try giving. Mm-hmm. We dare you. And, and you know what, if it doesn't work, It'll work. It'll work. Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> I was but, like, where are you going to go with know, that well, one? <laughs> yeah, uh, what I was thinking about, uh, some churches will say, like, at our church, they'll have a, a tithe challenge. Like, a three-month hey, tithe a three challenge. Month, like, yeah. hey, commit to three months. And at the end of the three months, if you, if God, if you did not see God move in your own personal story, 
in your family, in your marriage, if you did not see God move, we will refund your entire three months of giving. Because there again, it goes back to that blessings that I was talking yeah. about. Like, I can't give you the perfect example of like, when you give, you will feel this or you will get this. Yeah. Like within those three months, you, of, will see God of, work. you will see God work in your life. Your heart will change. Um, you know, your, your focus changes. Right. And, and again, and it's maybe rebudgeting, you know, it's maybe looking at your budget and saying, okay, we spend X amount of dollars on Starbucks drinks or we eat out this much. I mean, if you start if you, tracking that But if that you are stuff, spending 10% on Starbucks drinks a month, <laughs> you've got a problem. <laughs> I'm sure there are some listeners, Bray. 10% on Starbucks? Yeah. Them drinks are expensive. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, what's minimum wage now? I don't know. I mean, if somebody's making 30000 a year, you're telling me they're spending three grand a year on Starbucks? I mean, maybe. If it's a husband, wife, and two teenage kids? Well, husband, and wife, and teenage kids, I don't know. We uh, got sidetracked. That's a big squirrel <laughs> moment. I just like blown away that somebody might spend 10. But I mean, yeah, you're right. People people spend money on a lot of foolish things. and And I think that's the beauty of, and for me, again, it's it's not a pat on the back, but you know, there's something really cool about looking back at a year when you're doing your taxes and you go and they, you know, the, you get a letter from the church of like, Hey, here's, here's your giving report. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, we were faithful. Yeah. You know, that we were faithful and, and we saw God move and we saw things happen in our family and, and, and we saw things happen in our church and we saw people come to Christ and we saw marriages restored and we saw addictions healed. Like that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a really cool feeling way better than saying oh we spent 10 days in jamaica and i don't you know we took some pictures and there's nothing wrong with going on vacation yeah there's not nothing but we just cannot serve two masters we can't if we can put jesus first with our finances put jesus first with our time then that's when we that's when you see the blessings that we're talking about of just being on fire for Jesus. And and at that point you can't, you cannot help but tell other people about him and what he's done. Uh, Shayla, it's been fun again. This is our third week of it's not what you think. Kind of feels like a game show. It's not what you think. I don't know. We need to have like some music. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. That'd be really, yeah, we're not that creative. Why did you kind of scream that? Like, I don't know. It's like a game show. Like it's like if if you were texting that, would it be all bold and exclamation points? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not what you think kind of sounds yeah it should be a positive thing it's not it's not what you think it's not what you think yeah jesus church giving it's way better than a lot of you think yeah a lot of you are holding on to whatever whatever that wall is whatever that wedge is that's that's preventing you from having the life that god wants for you it's because you have some issues with those three things jesus church and giving and we promise you when you can just open your heart and saying okay god reveal Jesus to me. Okay, God, reveal the power of the church to me. Okay, God, reveal the power of giving with open hands of generosity. Hang on, because you are about to go on an incredible journey, an incredible ride that you had no idea was possible. Okay, we got one more week of season three. Episode 12 is coming. And then, uh, Got that break. A little bit of a break. A little bit yeah. of a break. And and we'll be back with season four. Gosh, four already. We are like heading towards the uh the one year anniversary come oh October. Oh boy. We're getting there. We're getting there, yeah. Summer's here. I mean it is June. 
So we're not that far away from the fall. You're come, already talking come about quickly. the fall? Come quickly. Wow. You know, I don't like the summer too much. It's too hot. I know. You become grumpy in the summer. I've done better this year. <laughs> that would be not accurate, I guess. No, I, if you feel that you've done better, then oh you've boy. done better. <laughs> Talk about grumpiness on a dinner podcast. Hey, thank you so much for checking us out. We are so thankful for you being a part of our community. If this podcast encouraged you or if you know somebody who needs to hear today's uh, topic, please send it to them. Send them a text message and say, hey, I've been checking out Brian Chela on the Be Different podcast. I think you would enjoy it. And send them the link to uh, this episode or a previous episode. Hit that subscribe button if you have not already. And we'll end it, Shayla, like we do every single week. But this week, when you start to look at your budget or your finances or your online mobile app and, and trying to figure out how in the world can we give, just start somewhere like you, sh- you said, Shayla. It's so important. Start somewhere. And it is possible. It is possible to do this. Uh, We believe in you. We know you can do it. And hang on because God's going to show up. So with your finances, don't forget to be different.